When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's going down, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio every morning, 9.45 a.m. It's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today, going to recap probably one of the best weekends of comedy I have had since two weekends prior in Austin, Texas. But we'll get to that in just a minute. Also talk a little bit about Saturday Night Live. Just a couple of two wild and crazy Steves. Also, uh, you better not pout. You better not cry. But first, let's look at some live dates. If you're going to be in Nebraska, coming up this weekend, Norfolk, Nebraska. One show Thursday, two shows Friday, opening for the very funny Tammy Pescatelli from Last Comic Standing. Uh, I've been a fan for like the last four months. I just out of nowhere found somebody turned me on to her, and I watched, and I was like, I'm a fan. And then fast forward 11 weeks after I had watched my first Tammy Pescatelli clip, and somebody said, do you want to open for her for three shows? And I went goddamn great magnet yes absolutely i do so tickets for that you can find it rudypovich.com and then coming up on uh new year's eve december 31st going to be out in mitchell south dakota and then check out my website for more details on that and then january 28th headlining silly beaver comedy at beaver island brewing st cloud minnesota get you more details on that if you guys want to go will it be a discount code i might be able to get you a couple of comp tickets if you're going to be traveling so yeah some big shows lots happening in the next couple of weeks so gearing up for it uh did the dirty show on saturday night club underground my god what a night that was jesus christ i mean everybody on that show was just a gangster came out swinging uh thank you so much to uh, to carly who runs that room and puts that show together because it is it was so goddamn funny and to watch her, she wanted to go up and do a half hour. They brought this dude in, this guy named Nick Campbell, who I have been such a fan of for a long time. I've been helping him. Uh, actually, he's been helping me put together. He does a lot of like my headshots. He does a lot of videos for me. He's a very creative, good guy, just a salt-of-the-earth kind of dude. So this guy came out, knocked it out of the park for her. He got a bunch of film for me. So I'll be taking a bunch of those clips, putting them online. I don't know if I'll ever use any of that material again because I'm not really a dirty comic every now and again. But there was a couple of bits that hit pretty hard on Saturday where I'm like, we should maybe consider thinking about some of this as like long term. Some of this material you might be able to keep for a while. I want to say thank you so much to uh, Billy and to Steph who came out, caught the show. Also to Mira and her friend who came out. You guys were awesome. Thank you so much. Crowd was hot. People were laughing. Goddamn falling out of their chairs. I don't know what it is, man. That show in that room at that, I don't know, that they they kill it. If you haven't been to a dirty show at Club Underground, 
It's worth the 10 bucks, man. I'm telling you. Josh, excellent bartender, super nice guy. That whole room, that place is just outstanding. Let's say hi to some people. What's up, Steph Rizel? How are you? What's up, Scooter? Nice to see you. MJ, what's up? Hi, Mira. What's up, Olena? What's up, Billy? Good to see you, bud. What's up, Danielle? Hi, Dana. What's up, Sienna Violet? Another very funny comic in town. Go see Sienna when you guys get a chance. Hot damn, dude. She just had the Wheel of Misfortune at... Uh, why am I spacing on the goddamn name? At Terminal Bar in Northeast Minneapolis. Very funny, man. She goes on the road with uh, Tommy Ryman all the time. Very, very funny. Hopefully you're still on. Uh, what's up, Alicia Knight? Hi. What's up, Meg? Nice to see you at the show on Saturday night. Uh, Scooter, I need to go get out a little more. Please, that is the show to go see. Yeah, even if, listen, I'll tell you this. Um, even if you look at that bill and you're like, I don't know any of these people on here. No, you gotta, you gotta go. Oh, uh, let's see, Mira, I'll have to walk around with a step stool when I see you. That's, please tell me you posted those photos. And if you haven't yet, please tag me in them. Because uh, when Mira was at the show, uh, first off, Mira, very tall already. And then on top of it, had on shoes that made her even much more tall. And then I was standing next to her. You know, just like the diminutive little sprout that I am. And I'm like, let's take a picture. And then I jumped up onto a step stool. <laughs> so that <laughs> could even possibly look like we should be in the same photo together. Olina would have loved to have been there, but I was driving home from Utah. Hey, listen, totally get it. Totally get it. We'll have to just come out next time because it was fun, man. It was, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, that show was outstanding. And I don't know why I just thought of this now. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the on the podcast, but Nick Campbell, who was filming this weekend for you know the show, but a lot for Carly because she wanted to get a tape. The first time I met that dude, so here's the thing. One day I'm online, I'm on Instagram, and I see Nick has posted a bunch of photos. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I need some new headshots. Maybe I'll ask Nick if he wouldn't mind doing my headshots for me. So I dropped Nick a line. I'm like, hey, man, you around on Thursday? Can you drop me, do some headshots? He's like, yeah, absolutely. What time? I'm like, 3 p.m. Let's do it at House of Comedy. We'll do it at the club. He's like, great. So we go to House of Comedy. Nick shows up. We start shooting. Now, I had worked with Nick on a film like six and a half, seven months prior to us doing headshots. Nick shows up to the club that day, and I'm like, something different about Nick. I wonder if he's got, has he got a beard? Is he drawn, he's got his hair longer now? That's weird. Anyways, I didn't even, th I thought nothing of it. Like, you know, because I get, I mean, for me, like if I grow out my beard and then shave it, I'm a completely different person for like three days. You, you don't recognize me. It's like you just transform. And I just thought, oh, he must have grown out his beard longer or his hair's a little bit longer, or maybe he had it up in a hat because it was kind of winter time when we first met. So maybe he just, I didn't even realize he had long hair anyway. So we go about our, he starts shooting and he's taking a bunch of cool photos and Brian, who is the manager of House of Comedy is, you know, there with us and he's hanging out and we're shooting the shit and Nick's taking those photos and while he's taking them, uh, we go back into the green room and we kind of set up this cool shot where I'd be sitting in the green room and I'm writing in my notebook and Brian's back there with us. And then Brian just asks, you know, just making small talk. He says, so how did you guys meet? And I go, oh, yeah, Nick and I, we met a, a while ago. We met on a, uh, a film set up on, uh, up on Leech Lake. I don't know, what was that? Probably about uh, nine, ten months ago, something like that. And Nick turns and looks at me and goes, I've, I've never worked with you. I was like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, I, dude, I've never 
we've never met. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Are you, what do you mean we've never met? And he's like, dude, I've never met you before. This is the first time I've ever met you. I'm like, Nick, get the fuck out of here. We worked on a film together on, in Leech Lake. He's like, dude, I've never been to Leech Lake. I've never worked on a film before. I'm like, then how the fuck do we know each other? He goes, Instagram. I'm like, well, how the fuck? He's like, dude, I started following you on Instagram, and then one day you followed me back, and that's how we know each other. I'm like, bullshit. We worked on a... F-. And I'm like, hang on a second. So I go on Instagram, and I look up all the Nicks that I'm friends with, and sure as shit, this was not the Nick that I thought it was. <laughs> You gotta be fucking kidding me. What? He's like, yeah, it's not, I'm sorry, dude. Brian was losing his shit. He's like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. He's like, you are a fucking moron. He's like, how could you let this, first off, not only did you let this happen, didn't it strike you? Didn't it seem odd when he walked in? I'm like, well, I thought something was different. I thought maybe his beard was longer or I didn't recognize he had long hair. So we looked up Nick and I showed pictures and they're like, okay, I mean, he kind of sort of resembles i'm like no he looks a lot like the other nick and they're like no 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 it's the same dude it's not the same dude i'm like fucking what an idiot god damn it man so yeah Ugh, stupid so dumb i felt about yay big which is not much taller than what i already am but anyway yeah but he's a he's a great guy if you guys want headshots or need video work or something nick campbell check him out he's on my uh, he's on my Instagram. We're Facebook buds. That dude just kills. Such a good guy. So uh, hopefully we'll get some clips here soon and we can start posting a few of those. Before that, the Dirty Show, I had a corporate gig out in the middle of Wisconsin for Smith Metal Company. Thank you guys for having us out. Myself and Jesse Ellis, such a fun crowd, nice people. A couple of older folks in the crowd who probably didn't quite understand some of the stuff I was talking about but I think the younger kids got it and there was one poor girl with blue hair that was sitting in the front and she yeah she definitely was not not about me because I had said like you know how old are you she said 19 I said great so like what big mistakes are you making right now and then her dad said oh she made one big one and then I was like okay come on you gotta cough it up what is it and this poor girl just like got up and like walked out of the room it's like, all right, well, fucking never mind, I guess, lady. Never mind. I guess we don't want to know. Uh, then the night before that was in Dickinson, North Dakota, for a corporate gig for Marathon Oil, which, fuck BP. We're going Marathon. Fuck BP. Right in the B. They found that joke to be kind of funny. Uh, I've never been to Dickinson, North Dakota. Very tiny little town. Tiny little town. I mean, not incredibly small I don't know must have been about 10,000 people that live there it's like the size of Hibbing I would imagine about 10,000 or so 12,000 but when they said you want to do a corporate gig for Marathon Oil I'm like gas is 350 a gallon hell yeah I want to do a gig for Marathon Oil where are we going the Riviera we're going to be on a yacht in the Mediterranean they're like you're going to a brewery in Dickinson I'm like that sounds like punishment I don't know about you guys but that sounds like something that your parents will threaten upon you if you don't get your shit together, listen, you start bringing up that grades in biology, you're going to end up at a goddamn brewery in Dickinson. Killer brewery, though. Fatfish Brewing? Damn, dude. Habanero mango beer? I saw the poll for that, and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way this can be delicious. And I asked the guy, I'm like, what's the uh, what's the best beer you guys got on tap? And the guy goes, habanero mango. I was like, God damn it, now I got to try it. Delicious. 
course, it was out. They, you couldn't buy it in a crowler. They had no stickers. I'm like, you guys got to keep up with this shit, man. Some of us out-of-towners want to go back to our hotel rooms and drink alone. Stew in our own misery. Seven and a half hours one way out to Dickinson. I brought the dog with me just so I had somebody to roll with. And uh, I got to that hotel room. I'm like, it's going to be a long, lonely night. Didn't realize there was a time change, too. That's how goddamn far Dickinson, North Dakota is. Even the earth is like, we got to fucking bump it up, dude. (laughs) It is way out there. Jesus. Uh, While I was out there, though, I watched the documentary Pepsi Where's My Jet. Worth the watch. First off, I hated Pepsi. I was always a Coke guy. You want to talk about fuck Pepsi in the B. I've never been a fan of Pepsi. I always thought their product was, was inferior to Coke. I thought Mountain Dew is for dumb people. Mountain, it's all it is. It's for dumb people. If you drink Mountain Dew, you're dumb. The warnings have been put out there many times. Just when you take a sip, listen, if there isn't that color in nature, don't fucking drink it. Don't drink it. So when I see a liquid that is bright blue or bright green, if that's not in nature, don't goddamn drink it. What are you thinking? Clear? Drink it. White? Drink it. That sounds dirty, but you know what I'm saying. Don't don't fuck with Gatorade. You got purple stuff. Sunny D. Whoa, Sunny D. It's all gross. It's all gross. Alicia, this tracks my ex drinks Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's because you dated a dummy. Dumb people drink Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew is the worst. That's the worst of all of it. It literally deteriorates your brain. Why would you ever put that stuff in your body? Now, don't get me wrong. If they were to come to me and be like, hey, Mountain Dew wants to sponsor a long walk to Cleveland, I'd be like, fucking give me the script. I'll take your money. I think your product's shit. It's garbage. It's so gross. It's so bad for you. Stop, everybody. It's so bad. Every once in a while, you want to have a Diet Coke or something? I get it. In fact, there was a gal who was in my elementary school, sixth grade. Gretchen Anzelk, I believe her name was. Her dad was a dentist in our town. She, for a science experiment, came in and had three different jars. One was filled with Coca-Cola, the other one with Diet Coke, and one was filled with water. And she put a tooth that her dad had extracted from a patient in each of the jars. And at the end of like a, you know, a week and a half or whatever, she pulled the teeth out. The one that was in the Coke, there was nothing left of it. I mean, it was completely dissolved. The Diet Coke, it's probably about, I don't know, a quarter of it had dissolved away. You could definitely tell that there was, you know, some holes and it had been, you know, a little rust on the side of it. The water, just a little bit of yellowing. That's fine. I don't, that stuck with me since the sixth grade. That putting this stuff on your teeth will make it so goddamn bad for you. It's awful. I mean, they take Coca-Cola and they stick it on batteries to like wear the acid off the top when like shit builds up on the top of it. What do you think it's doing to your insides, you dum-dums? Knock it off. Danielle, Mountain Dew equals nitwit juice. It's a good name. I like nitwit juice. I don't know if they want to put that through, fast track that through marketing at PepsiCo. But anyways, I watched the documentary. First off, I hated Pepsi. Now I really hate Pepsi. And I, I, I hated corp. I hated big corporations. Now I really hate corporations. I hated judges. Now I really hate judges. It's so worth the. I mean, it is. It's four episodes. I think each episode's about forty-five to fifty minutes. So if you got the time, just binge the whole damn thing. Just sit down, knock it out in one night. Just clear the schedule. 
and just watch the whole guy. Don't like part and parcel it. Just sit down and watch it. It's worth it. Because after I got done watching that, like I was fired up, man. Like I was like, fuck, I just want to go tip over a Pepsi vending machine right now. Stick my foot through the side of it. Didn't realize I hated it that much, but yeah, anyway. Uh, let's talk about uh, Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you guys happened to catch this over the weekend at all, but Saturday Night Live had uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short on two absolute comedic juggernauts on its program. And then while they were out doing their monologue, Selena Gomez, their co-star, I guess, yeah, their co-star, yeah, their co-star in Murders in Our Building, only Murders in the Building, Murders in the building. Murders in our building. Murders in our building? Murders in the building? I'm not sure which one you got to emphasize there, but those two guys, uh, Selena Gomez, I always just sort of heard that name and went, I don't know who that is, but I, I hear it. It sort of transcends. She must be big. I think she's dating that Bieber kid. I don't know. She, I hear the name. I don't know who she is. And then one night I watched a movie with Paul Rudd called The Fundamentals of Caring. And there was some new up-and-comer in that movie. And I went, wow, this girl is talented. She is knocking out of the park. Who is this gal? And then I look at her up, and it's Selena Gomez. And I went, okay, now I get it. Now I 1,000% get why she is who she is. She's incredibly talented and very funny. And that movie, she is outstanding in. The Fundamentals of Caring with Paul Rudd. I think it's a Netflix movie. Definitely go watch it. But anyways, while uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short were doing their monologue on Saturday Night Live this past Saturday, both of them decided to read each other's eulogies. So, Marty, I dedicate this eulogy to you. Wow, not much of a turnout. (laughs) Marty did not want to be cremated. Too late. There are so many great things that I could say about Steve Martin. But this hardly seems the time nor the place. (laughs) But Marty was taken away from us too soon, but sadly, not before he played Jack Frost in Santa Claus 3. That movie sucked. Oh, Steve, it's so hard to look at you in that open casket. Motionless, colorless, stiff, so lifelike. Ah, those two together, absolute gems. I wonder why Chevy Chase isn't in that mix anymore, even though Chevy Chase has definitely gone down quite a... I don't know if you guys have watched it all, but Jesus, man. like He was just uh, on about last night with Adam Ray, and Chevy had his daughter with him. He's kind of forgetful. You can definitely tell he's up there in age, and things are not quite together anymore, but... I mean, you had the three amigos, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Chevy Chase, and it seems like Steve Martin and Martin Short were like, they were supposed to be the only two people that rolled into, like his friends that rolled into the roast of Chevy Chase on Comedy Central, and they didn't show. When your only two quote-unquote Hollywood friends decide to not come at the last minute, that might be telling. But those two together, absolute American peaches, man. Born standing up. Check out Steve Martin's... Uh, bio- is this a biography? Yeah, it must be his autobiography. Born Standing Up. Great story about how he, where he came from, how he became a comedian, why he became a comedian. One of my favorite jokes of all time, Steve Martin. How to become a millionaire. Step one, get a million dollars. Dude, that is the basis of all jokes. If you can't take that, that is the simplest and yet funniest of all jokes. That, That's what you should do for any young comedic 
people out there that want to get writing, that's how you write a joke. And you take that and you sprinkle that into stories. Write out a story and then take a line, put a joke. Take a line, put a joke. Take a line, put a joke. That's how you do it. That guy perfected it. Step one, get a million dollars. I'll never forget. I saw that joke when I was like seven. It has been burned into my brain since that day. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Uh, sir, the people from the church charity have, have arrived. Well, you, you tell them to go away. We don't need any of their charity. Look at our mansion. We don't need any of their money. No, 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 sir. They're actually here to collect money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the jerk, isn't it? Which is ironic that his name is Navin Johnson. I think, I think, no, that wasn't Roxanne. Roxanne was the big nose with, oh, Christ. Was it uh, Goldie Hawn with Roxanne? I can't remember now. Slipping on me, man. Slipping on me. You know, scientifically, it's proven that when you get older, your brain can't remember as much. Yeah, I told you that two weeks ago. <sighs> anyway. No, I wanted to bring that up. Also, was talking yesterday with uh, some people over at my sister's place about uh, the holidays, Santa Claus, why it is that we do what we do when it comes to Santa Claus. Made me think of this viral video that came out a couple of years ago of this boy whose parents told him that Santa put him on the naughty list. You're being naughty, so you're on the naughty list. No, I'm not. I'm on the good list, actually. You're not, because you ain't being good. I am on the good list. If you keep saying that word again and again and again, I'm not on naughty list. Father Christmas rang me last night when I was at work. Yes. You better tell Jackson to start being a good boy or he's going to stay on the naughty list and he won't get no presents for Christmas. So you've got to start being a good boy. And now I'll do an uppercut to him. Punch him. You're just silly, man. Trust me, I'm not on bad list. <laughs> I'm going to punch him. I'm going to punch Father Christmas. Hilarious. Yeah. We were talking about it last night uh, with the kids, and I, I didn't realize my daughter, when she was sitting with us, I'm like, so when did you find out about, you know? She goes, uh, because you bought me a hoverboard, and then when you bought it, I came to you, and uh, Santa had brought it to me, and then about three weeks after Christmas, I came to you, and I was like, Dad, uh, there's a problem with my hoverboard, and then you said, okay, well, that's all right. We can just go ahead and return it, because I still have the receipt. I started putting two and two together. I was like, oh, that's right. Goddamn, Santa brought that thing. Had Santa not brought that thing. All the big shit that you might have to return, that should come from mom and dad. Take some credit at mom and dad's. The big stuff, you want, listen, Santa can bring the small stuff. The small breakable stuff that's, you know, seven, eight dollars each. Yeah, fine. You buy that kid a $127 hoverboard, put your goddamn name on it. Take some credit. As Lois from Family Guy once said, the holidays just don't arrive. It comes out of my holly jolly butt. Take a little credit, Mom and Dad. Although hearing that, that is funny because, like, my niece was not getting up from underneath the coffee table. And my, my sister's like, get up from under the coffee table. And she's like, no. And immediately my sister's like, hey, Santa's goddamn coming in a couple of weeks. And he's going to put you on that list. You're going to get nothing goddamn kid came scooting up from underneath that coffee table so fast. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's like screaming into the ethos. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris Kringle. Sorry. Sorry, I need an American girl doll. I'm sorry. Christ. Yeah. So I, I guess maybe just because I never had to like hang that over my kid's head 
You know, like, you got better behave or Santa's not going to bring you any gifts. My kid was actually the one telling all the other kids, you guys better get your shit together. Fucking Holly Jolly guy is coming in like three weeks. Listen, I got my eyes set on the goddamn Barbie dream house, okay? I'm not fucking this up. You guys want to go ahead and take, you know, magic marker and draw all over the wall? You go right ahead. I'm going to sit here silently. I know what's coming down the pike for me. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. My, my grandmother dropped the news on me because my sister had already found out the truth about Santa. Also, I had this thought today. Wouldn't we have better relationships with our parents if like one of the first major things we find out about our parents is that they've been bullshitting us for the first 10 years of life about a fucking guy that doesn't exist? I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't like have so many issues growing up and like family issues if maybe somebody had just been upfront with me and been like, listen, sometimes we bullshit young stupid kids about the fact that there's a guy who comes every single, you know, Christmas and drops off presents. If you start really like putting two to two together, you know, like once you'd realize like this is, you know, we're all full of shit. How many times in a row on Christmas Eve can there be no presents under the tree? And then your parents are like, hey, I heard Santa's down the street. You guys better go upstairs and go take a look for him. And then you go stick your head out the window. And they're like, hey, I think he's over. And then you hear ho, ho, ho in the basement. And you go running downstairs and then the presents all over the place. You just missed him. Every year, seven years in a row, you just missed a giant fat guy with reindeer who supposedly landed on your roof. Fuck, how long was he staying? He couldn't stick around another seven seconds to shake my hand. I can't tell him thank you. Maybe enjoy a cookie or two. Get a quick picture on his knee. Fuck no. That's horseshit. I hate the fact. Hate it. Erica Bang, I've been playing the Santa card hard this year. Yeah. And it's funny that we don't play that card in like July. We, I mean, it's literally like three days after Thanksgiving is when parents finally start dropping that. You guys better get your shit together or else Santa's not coming. <gasps> oh, God. Try dropping that shit like on July 17th. Hey, you can't stop playing down by that river or Santa's not coming. Kids are like, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck you, old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Mira. <laughs> Mira, I used to think Santa only visited countries with snow and the rest of us didn't get shit. That's hilarious. That's funny. For those of you who don't know, it's Mira. Uh, Jamaica, right, Mira? That's uh, where you originally came from? That's so funny. Yeah, I used to think that too, but I also thought Hibbing was the world. Like, I would see a globe and they're like, it's the world. And then I thought just like where I lived, I didn't realize that there were other cities and like other states or countries or bodies of water. I just thought that was the globe. Where we lived, that was the globe. That was the world. That was the world. <laughs> Not so much, man. Not so much. All right. Anyway, well, you guys have a great day. I got some stuff I got to go take care of. I'm going to try to hit the gym. And uh, we're going to be packing it up early this week, only because i got to get out of town on Thursday morning, drive to Norfolk, Nebraska. So looking forward to some shows. You guys check it out, rudypovich.com. I believe, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I think there's a little bit of winter merch that came up onto the website. Uh, The people that I employ to run that part of the website, they update it every now and again. Then I get an update, and then I never look at it. 
Because, I don't know, you just get too goddamn busy. But anyways, I think there's some newer like winter stuff that might be up there. So check it out, rudypovich.com. Uh, check it out for some show dates, for ticket links, all sorts of fun stuff happening. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Have a great day. We'll see you guys later. And thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.